Good evening, and welcome to Movie Schmovie, episode 102. And now, your host, Steve Ritter. Hello. This is a very important episode for Valentine's Day. You sound like Jimmy Normandy. <laughs> Who? Jimmy. Jimmy from... Uh, I like that Jimmy Neutron. No, Jimmy Normandy from... Uh, Jimmy Deca. Oh, from uh, Boardwalk? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, welcome to Movie Schmovie. Episode 102, a very special Valentine's Day episode for all you lovebirds out there. <laughs> you love? I don't know why I laughed. Very lovebird. It felt funny saying it. Um, this is going to be a very special episode where we're going to we have a special guest. Lauren is back. You may remember her from her other times that she was on the show. From such episodes as, as that time she was on the show and that and other time she was time on the show. She was on the show. Welcome back. Very forgettable, I know, but we decided to have her back regardless. Well, I don't Thanks think that's true, Steve. <laughs> unforgettable. You know, I remember I her. Gonna, <laughs> I was going to tell you guys how honored I was to be back, but after that intro, I felt like, you know, maybe it was like hosting SNL and you guys like love me so much, you want me back. It's more it's but, more like we just don't have many other options. Right. Well, I will fan. remember this. Thank you, Ron. Welcome back, Lauren, by the way. Thank you. So we're going to be going over some of our cinematic... <laughs> You know, we, we have a love-hate relationship. We're like, oh, okay. you know, we're like that. Like the when you put your fingers together and cross them. Mm-hmm. Or when you hold like your the... middle one up. <laughs> yeah. <at> your... <laughs> it goes either way. It depends how your fingers fly. But uh, yeah, we're going to do some cinematic crushes for this episode. We're each going to go around, excuse me, and just kind of throw out some of our... Cinematic crushes? Cinematic crushes. But yeah, so it can actually be an actor, an actress, or just the character that somebody portrayed in a film, if it's who you related to or were turned on by. Yeah. Uh, but Ronald has mm-hmm. the pleasure of kicking off this list. So what do you got? Okay, so uh, the year was 1994. Uh, I was just learning about butts and boobs, and these things were in all... those order, in that order, <laughs> in that I mean. order. Yeah. And uh, I see, st- I went boobs first, as far as what I learned about. Yeah. I didn't understand what was going on down there until much later. I stumbled upon a movie that was 96 for yeah. Ronald. <laughs> 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 I stumbled upon a movie with uh, lots of special effects. And Jim Carrey, the fucking oh, mask. Okay, Cameron Diaz in this movie. Smoking, smoking hot, smoking amazing. It was this wasn't my first crush, but like, your your Jim Carrey impersonation is horrible. Smoking, smoking, smoking. She was smoking. Some somebody stop me. <laughs> so yeah, it was. She was. She. It was the first movie I had never heard of her or seen her. She was beautiful, and her dresses were incredible. That's a great pick. Yeah, I yeah, didn't even Cameron, think about Cameron, Cameron Diaz, Diaz in the mask. But you talk about her a lot. I do because I, in reference to how I used to really think she was gorgeous in that movie. Like, yeah, that was the movie. I feel, what was it that we saw? I think it was like maybe Bad Teacher or something like that, where I felt like she was like not mm-hmm. looking so hot. Well, I think even as far back as like uh, any given Sunday, right? Directors. Yeah have been shooting her and it appears the same way in The Counselor but like directors are shooting her she looks very like leathery and oily and yeah. she kind of plays a sleazier person than she seemed at first but yeah. I, I don't remember what I saw her in recently Ronald where I actually they, they, it was like a profile shot and it, like in that shot I, I thought to myself oh she she looks cute like in that shot it reminded me of The yeah. Mask like just that 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 what perfection she seemed to kind of represent in that movie when she was so she was perfection, young and pristine. She had a little more weight on her too, like yeah, yeah, and like yes. fuller, like cheeks and stuff. Now yeah. she's kind of sallower looking. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I like I liked when she had some meat on her bones. Yeah, that's very she's yeah. very attractive. She's gorgeous there. I'm looking at Google images. Yeah, good choice. The mask. There's something about her. 
sorry. If only her name was Mary. <laughs> All, right. All right, Lauren, your turn. Okay, so you guys can moan and groan because this is my completely superficial girl crush based on looks and not on acting ability at all. Do we understand? Not at, No acting oh, ability. Um, but can he speak? It's a girl. Oh, it's a girl. Can she speak? She can speak. Okay. Jessica Alba. I think that she is oh, so cute. That's such a good one. I love her. I, lo I loved her like back in the 90s and like Idle Hands and Idle Never hands. Been Kissed with the cute little like pixie cuts and she was kind of like edgy you know like her style was more i don't want to say like alternative but just like edgy 90s looking and i just think she has aged so beautifully like in on screen <clears throat> and off screen i think that she has such a pretty she's got a great body like gorgeous like smile and teeth and i just think she's just so natural looking yeah. i don't know and racially ambiguous you can't really tell which she is yeah but I just I just like her. But no ex no specific thing like what 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 was it that said, you're in terms of exposure to her. Was there a moment when you're like, can you think about it and say there was a moment when you're like, okay, that's she's amazing or she's gorgeous. I remember just in, even in the commercials for Idle Hands going like, yeah. who is that like amazingly perfect looking girl? You I know? think it was in the commercials. You know the scene when she I guess they go to I think it was at a, like a costume dance or something. She's an angel. And she's wearing kind of like a short white. Has it never been dress. kissed? No, uh, it's an oh, idle hands. Oh. And she's like dancing, and I, I don't remember if he's coming to meet her or what, but she's dancing by herself. And I just was like, oh my god, she is so pretty. I want to be her. I mean, I was I was fourteen at the time, but um, and then it never <clears> been <throat> kissed. I just I don't know. I just thought she was so. I just loved her hair and everything. There was no one thing, and like now that she, you know, now like in movies like. I don't know. I can't even think of what she's in. What good luck, Chuck, and like into the blue and those types of things. You know, I mean, she's not a good actress, but she still has that like sweet little, you know, that sweet little face. And I just, I don't know. I just think she's gorgeous. But this is my only one that's based on. She, looks she is pretty. You're right. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm gonna have pretty. to agree with that. Yeah. Well, you, you do. Yeah, I agree okay. with that. You sound super enthusiastic just, about it. Yeah, because I don't want to. Get, I don't want to get into like gross stuff without. I feel like I can't. It's too early in this episode. Early, yeah. yeah, let's wait till we get to the later picks. Because I would definitely. <laughs> I'm gonna have to reorder my list a little yeah. bit. <clears throat> uh, the first, my first pick is actually from uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit from 1988. This is my kind of weird pick, not weird, but because she's hot. Uh, is Jessica Rabbit? Uh, <laughs> Kathleen Turner is the speaking voice. Amy Irving the singing voice. Mainly Kathleen Turner is what you would think about when you think about Jessica Rabbit, even though it's uncredited. But uh, I was thinking about it recently when we talked about her and Scarlett Johansson and like just what a voice can do for a character. But it was the first time like looking as a, I mean, I was only like seven or eight when it came out, but watching a cartoon that was mixed with live action where I was drawn more physically to <laughs> the female <laughs> character who was voluptuous and just super sexy. And everything about her was sexy. The way she talked to Roger, mm -hmm. the way she carried her body, just the way she moved. And I know it's all manipulated in animation, but everything they did with that character it, let's just say it worked for mm -hmm. me, and uh, and Kathleen Turner's voice definitely helped. Uh, she's not looking so hot these days, um, <laughs> but if you close your eyes and you can think of Jessica Rabbit, I'm okay with that. I I think that's that's very true, especially with regards to like what Kathleen Turner kind of represented at that time. Yeah, she was still sort of I don't know if she had made like that. Warshawski or whatever movie. Vi yeah. Warshawski. But like Warshawski. she was like you know coming off the the Romancing the Stone and Jewel of the Nile, yep. she did have this kind of like and body heat and other things. She she had this sort of sex symbol 
persona that like it did make her her voice came with those same kind of associations right. you're right like when we hear scarlett johansson's voice in her we get to conjure up scarlett johansson and it makes the romance work that much yeah. more and i think that on, on top of the fact that, Je- that jessica rabbit as a character i think the fact that she wasn't just a total vamp the fact that she she was loyal to this goofball yeah. guy made me at the time think about like you know, like Billy Joel and Christy Brinkley and, and MC Scat Cat and Paula Abdul and all the great couples of the era. That you never think. Yeah, you never think. Scat Cat. Well, I guess, I don't know, should we go with our weird picks first? Is that what we're doing? We're clearing the deck on the yeah, weird just picks? Yeah, throw it out there, John. You actually mentioned my weird pick earlier. Uh, oh, really? It's, you know, there's something about a woman who doesn't take no for an answer and wants what she wants. And if what she wants is for Kermie... <laughs> to just Aww. to just strap it down a little bit and be a little bit more present for her, <laughs> then I think Miss Piggy is well within her rights to be okay. to be the diva that she is. Because I mean, look at look at the knuckleheads that she runs around with, right? Look at that whole crew over there at the Muppet Show. The motley crew, bunch of nutballs, guys. And Miss Piggy's just trying. She just wants to be famous. She just she knows she's got what it takes. Very confident. Yeah. She and and I don't know. There's something about that. I think I was as a kid. I think I bought into the idea. Like she's supposed to be pretty. You know, like they show her tossing her hair and stuff. And I, I may have actually been reacting to like the confidence. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying yeah. when I was like six that I was reacting to that. But I do think I thought, look at the way she carries herself. You can't <laughs> tell Miss Piggy she's not the hottest thing going. And there was an episode of The Muppet Show where they did pigs in space. And there was an episode and she was being really annoying. And she gets like thrown into the mouth and eaten by like a space monster played by one of those giant Muppets that they would have yeah. on the show. And I remember being like... <gasps> Oh my God, Miss Piggy! Like, Very worried, like really worried. And it, the way that show was set up, they kind of—it was like a fake serial. They would go to Pigs in Space, and they would do a little skit, and they wouldn't always come back to it. And so, in the back of my mind, I sort of knew that, that was just a joke, right? Miss Piggy got right, eaten guys? by that yeah. that space monster. I mean, she—I know she was being difficult, but she didn't deserve to was get eaten, guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's something about that personality type that imprints on you. But I, when I was thinking about this list, I was like, what? What am I? Who am I thinking of? But I can't think of them. And I, my, I yeah. kept going around it, and I was realizing it's like there's, I don't. I'm not looking for a Miss Piggy type to put on my list. I got to put Piggy herself on the yeah, list. Okay. So. Mm. Good pick. Good pick. Which I realize now that what I'm actually having a crush on is like Frank Oz's hand and voice. <laughs> that's kind of fun. Whole different discussion. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. That's 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 for my therapist. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I guess I'm, I'm next. I think, yeah, that thanks you. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> mine is uh. When, in the 80s, in the 80s, great time. I was born, and I used That's to... That's all you need to know about the 80s. <laughs> and there was a, a cartoon that I used to watch constantly, but I found out that there was a movie, and I watched it, and I think I fell in love, and that was Rainbow Bright and the Star Stealer. Wow. <laughs> Rainbow Bright rode rainbows <laughs> on a goddamn horse. Mm-hmm. Hold on, let me say that to you again. She rode rainbows on a goddamn horse. She was pretty, she was short, she was smart. So you like short? I liked that, I liked petite it... women okay. at the time. That was my You're thing. Learning. That was my thing at like five. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's my thing. So um, there was something really cool about the movie because it, it like the cartoon was a little more whimsical and the the film grittier was grittier and whenever <laughs> that the, darker edge to it yeah right. it was the first time that I had noticed how like the, the ca- seedy undersides of the characters rainbow had world. like rainbow themes, dark 
whenever Rainbow Bright was on the screen, it'd be like Rainbow Bright. Whenever the the prince, the princess that wanted to steal the rainbows would come, it'd be like, it would shake me up. Yeah, I was so afraid for Rainbow Bright. I rooted for Stormy, something like something like that. I was rooting, rooting for Rainbow Bright until the bitter end. I was very, 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 very in love. Bitter. It was kind of better. Okay. Maybe I don't know better. much about the Rainbow Bright movie. <laughs> it's kind of better. Obviously, yeah. I need to add that to my Netflix queue. It's to. on Netflix. I, that's why I said it that. is. It is on Netflix. Oh. As, it, as is Gem, and I believe Care Bears. Gem. Another Gem reason is, to Gem get is Netflix. Truly outrageous. <laughs> truly, truly, truly outrageous. I don't think she's that outrageous, frankly. I know she was pretty calm. Yeah, I like the challenge you're outrageous. Yeah. She was pretty buttoned um, down. I'm sorry. Do any of you have earrings that when you touch them, you turn into a completely different person? <laughs> no, you don't. That was She's an, outrageous. An incredibly you know, well-drawn cartoon, too. I take back what I said. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's outrageous. It's my pick, Rainbow Break. Okay, so I feel like my list is weird compared to yours because all of you guys have like cartoons, and <laughs> I don't have. I don't no, know, it's fine. Why are you so boring, people. Lauren? Right. So. Okay, so I when I when I like a guy, it has to be I, I, I didn't pick any specific characters because it influences their real persona in real life influences how I feel about them in general. Uh, you know, like Steve and I'll have arguments sometimes about Brad Pitt because he's had some discretions and stuff and like you know, that influences how attractive I see him. Alleged. So my next pick is Joseph Gordon Levitt. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I like him. I liked him back in the 90s, I would say probably a little bit. Like, maybe I thought he was attractive in Third Rock from the Sun or um, 10 Things I Hate About You. But what I like best about him is just he seems so sweet. Like, he seems like a re- like I could be in a class with him or, you know. What class would it be? I don't know. Algebra when do you too. think about it? What are you guys learning together? Poetry, speech. <laughs> I don't know. He seems very sensitive. Very in, in a literary world. Right. He's okay. very sensitive. He knows how to use his words. Which, that's what I like about okay. him. But. So and and over now that he's aging, I love the like the characters that he picks. I never feel and I haven't seen Don John yet, so maybe that might be an exception. But he always has like like a down to earth like underlying sweetness to him, which I find very attractive. Um, I really liked him. I know this is going to sound weird, but in Fifty Fifty, like the vulnerability, like I really liked him in that. Why are you laughing? <laughs> You, you love that he was dying. Yeah, I was like, no, I don't love that he was dying. I love that he. I don't know. Just, I don't know. I think about the scene when he's about to go in that operation and he is like reaching for his mother and stuff. It's just like <clears> a <throat> sweetness about him. I can't. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. But I um I and I like in real life. I, I believe he's dating a completely normal person that's not in the business. You know, they keep their relationship out of the mm. magazines, which I totally respect when it comes to actors because. I feel like that whole public eye stuff ruins good relationships, you know? So he, obviously, that that is important to him, and he keeps it separate from his work. I don't know. I just feel like he is a good actor, but also a real person. So Yeah, he definitely comes off like a guy who is a genuinely nice guy, but also a guy who is confident as well. Right. Like, he's not conceited. He doesn't come off like, like he has ego. He's up for anything. Like every every interview I've ever seen him done on like the late night shows or even on yeah. different online sites, uh, blogs or whatnot, he's always willing to do whatever, but not in a way that like some actors are doing is like because I have to do this. You know, it's like he seems like he's having fun in everything he does. Specifically speaking, off the screen because it like you're saying it seems like he's just like a genuinely sweet 
good guy. Yeah. And it definitely comes across, I think, in, in a lot of his Have characters. Have you seen too. the uh, the lip sync battles he that's, does that's what with I'm Jimmy Fallon and yeah. uh, Stephen Merchant? Stephen Merchant. I mean, yeah. it's just, he's up for whatever. And he has a blast. And it just seems right. like he's just a dude having fun. And he's at that point, with, it's always fun to watch a performer who's at that point where they have just the goodwill that's built up around him. Like the crowd on a show like that loves to see him come out and do that Oh, thing. Yeah, Even totally. if I thought Stephen Merchant was slightly funnier, <laughs> you know, Joseph Gordon-Levitt just has the like <clears throat> he's got that theatricality, and I yeah. think there's a kind of almost like, for lack of a better word, like a like an eager to please sort of feel. That's kind of nice to see a performer who really mm. seems to be enjoying oh, yeah. the spotlight, and also kind of seems to be in control of what like what you're talking about with the private life and everything. He's not a guy that you really hear that much about except what he's working on and i do like that when an actor's w with a civilian you know that always uh, i always find that appealing <laughs> like you know that. what i mean though like it always makes it seem a like normal, maybe they have a real folk. relationship and they have a real that like maybe there's a grounding force in their life that right, like they have like a private life that's important to them it's not all about the fame and movies and stuff yeah. did you see him um for the snl when they had like it was right after magic mike came out and he did the opening monologue yeah, and did the, the magic mike routine oh uh, you see that so cute yeah. <laughs> it's a good so word cute. for him he's cute, he yeah, cute. He's, he's very cute i would have to agree uh okay good choice my second pick is uh in summation good choice yeah yeah just in case you were wondering <laughs> I, I looking for my confirmation <laughs> and approval you have it. my reassurance um <laughs> My next pick is <clears throat> it 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 she is and has been for a long time oh, and, and no. surely will always be the number if you you know the the friends laminated list it's it's the number one forever mm -hmm. is uh Jennifer Love Hewitt I knew it. and fucking do it I mean I, I I've loved her for a long time I wish I knew her in life and just just to say hi you know just I to would, say I know no, what you nothing, did last nothing summer. more nothing than creepy. that nothing creepy at all. And then I'd, say maybe... I'd make sure that I'd probably have Lauren with me to make sure I didn't say anything creepy to be my filter. But I think she's adorable. I think she is the ultimate girl next door, which is my ultimate type of girl to be attracted to. And I got uh, news for you, Steve. What's that? She's kind of a high-priced call girl these days. Uh, it got canceled. <laughs> it did? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Good, good, good news. So she's canceled. back to doing bra commercials? Yeah, and, and movies called Jutopia. Yeah. I, I don't speak for her film quality anymore, but just in terms of... Anymore. What, anymore. Was, the, what well, was the golden age? What, what I was getting at is that I really liked I Know What You Did Last Summer, and I and I love Can't Hardly Wait. It's like one of my favorite all-time movies, and I've mentioned it before on the show, and Amanda Becker, Beckett on that in that film is just like the ultimate girl to me and in a lot of ways in a lot of movies um it's it's kind of like the diane court of when i was going through high school and watching a movie and relating to that um and like i said she's not really been involved with a lot that i would say i liked since then but there was enough of an impression made on me in that time even with party of five um that i just think she's gorgeous i think she's super funny super cute she looks normal to me and uh i don't know i just i just have always there's there's been a lot of like women in terms of just roles or actress or whatever, even even beyond the screen, like even like some athletes or whatever in the world of celebrity that I've been like, oh, those are they're gorgeous or they're I have such a crush on them. And they may have like tinkered into my five or ten people that I would say are my tops, mm -hmm. but she has really never moved out of that number one spot since I've since I don't know, high school. Mm. And uh anybody that knows me knows that. So uh yeah, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Cinematic crush. It's right there in the name. You love her. Steve. I love her. <laughs> I think it's it's there for me to be able to just attach to. Maybe I don't know. I remember. I never watched Party of Five, and I remember when I, I know what you did last summer <clears throat> came out, and I remember having like a. It was a brief 
version of what you're what appears to be a lifelong affliction for you. But there was a brief yeah. period where I was just like, I like to call it a commitment. How could someone but... so like, uh, like, like where did she come from? I wonder. <laughs> and why did she do that last summer? Yeah. Why did she? Why did she get? Why did she get into that that risky entanglement with the Gortons fisherman, Steve? I can't speak on her behalf. Well. It wasn't her fault. Yeah, yeah. obviously, John. Yeah. Once you watch the movie again, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, Jennifer Love Hewitt. I wish she was doing better things with her life now. But I mean, and also like I gotta admit, like a, a point. I mean, a point in my life when maybe I thought I ever had a chance with her. Like if she's ever dated, like she dated Jamie Kennedy. You know what I'm saying? Like that that makes me feel like <laughs> maybe she up. gives guys a chance or maybe, something like that. Maybe, man. Jamie Kennedy, uh, no, not so much, but definitely more attractive than Jamie Kennedy. Thank you. You have a chance. Yeah, so, but not anymore because I think she's engaged and married and pregnant, and she just like went right through the stages in a matter of a few months. But yeah. aren't you in a committed relationship as well? Now I am, which is why I preface <laughs> it by saying at a point in my life. That's why you laminated that, that card. What was that show where that guy had that one chance with her? Oh, uh, oh God, dude, it was great. I kind of like um, that show. Oh my god! What was that called? It was only like for two episodes. Yeah, I, I don't know. Okay, we'll I don't, have to. I don't even to... know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It, the, <clears throat> so that was like he, a... he got on the airplane. And he had a yeah. like. The, it, she was like the the laminated list with him and his wife, like the two celebrities that they'd be able to mm-hmm. hook up with if they ever met him. And he runs into her on an airplane, and and she came on to him and has a chance with her, and he didn't. Take and, he, it. and he didn't take it. I feel like his... you would do that. <laughs> you would do something stupid like that. Like not take it. Yeah. Yeah, probably would. <laughs> I mean, you would get a free pass and not take it. Yeah, yeah. I can't do it, guys. But I can, I can, I can imagine that I did. I don't know. Yeah, man. But Jennifer loves you. And I love you. Jennifer loves. John, you. you're next. <laughs> well, you know, my next pick dates back to kind of a similar era for me. This, this, this person, I became aware of her when uh, a certain 1985 coming of age drama came out. Mm-hmm, 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 you might know her as the Basket Case. Allison Reynolds from The Breakfast Club. Or you may know her as uh, Stephanie Speck, friend of Johnny Five from Short Circuit. <laughs> but when I was a kid, I, I was thinking, when I was thinking about this list, I remembered that Ali Sheedy was the only actress that I, like there was a People magazine that had an interview with her. And so I like got that magazine, like a, I made, made my mother buy it for me and like took the magazine home and like cut the article out and kept it, you know, like, and would like look at, and anytime there was an interview with Ali Sheedy somewhere, I would like find that and like read it. And they would always, you know, back then it was so impossible to keep track of anyone that you yeah, liked. Right. And so if you found out anything about an actor that you followed, it was very, like you couldn't even really follow them like you can now. Yeah. So it was just this weird thing. Now, I, I, don't, I honestly don't know if I've seen anything she's in after uh, Short Circuit, and I haven't seen that movie probably since <laughs> I first saw it. But I do remember that the scene, you know, thinking she was so cute at the time and having the big crush on her, there is a scene where she's like in the tub in that, and it's got like the bubbles up to here. So it's about as chaste a scene as you could have. But I remember, you know, at that age, you're thinking like, just maybe, you know, maybe in this... PG comedy about a robot that comes to life. Maybe maybe a tit's gonna pop out of the, <laughs> of the bubbles for just a second, you know? Like and they as, won't catch yeah, it and edit right, it out. Right, yeah. Right. But uh, now you know, and that's, I can't remember. I don't even know. Like, what did she do outside of the, those movies and uh, and Saint Elmo's Fire? But I do remember. Help <clears throat> me, Rhonda. Help, help me, Rhonda. <laughs> I always remember that scene. I mean, we don't hear much about her nowadays, but apparently, you know, like in 86, she was able to hold her own with Steve Gutenberg and Fisher Stevens and a robot. Wow. So I've seen recent pictures of her. She's still beautiful. I will say that one of the things that, you know, I went through certain people on this list and there's certain people where the issue of how they've held up, I don't want that to be a limit. 
Sure. I'm not sure how the original yeah. Miss Piggy Puppet held up. That's probably looking pretty rough right now. She's but like, work but you know, Ali Sheedy, yeah, she def- she still looks like herself. She hasn't had that transformation into like old lady shape that that so yeah. many of my so many of the women that were hot when I was a kid have have. You know, that's fine. Everyone gets old if they're lucky, but you know, sixty-ish is around the time when people start to become like fire hydrant shaped. <laughs> pleasant. I always thought she was cuter than uh, Molly Ringwald in that movie. Like, I thought so when, too, especially yeah. at the end when after Molly. Ringwald oh, she was way cuter in that movie. Yeah. And I'm like, why didn't they have them switch? Because I never thought Molly Ringwald was that cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know she's like the sweetheart of those that era, but well, I thought about her, but I just realized that I didn't have that. Like even back that then, even loving Sixteen Candles her. and with Pretty and Pink being like my favorite movie for a time, I never had the same the same. I never carried the same torch for Molly Ringwald that I did for for Ali Sheedy. And it might just be brunettes versus redheads, you know, whatever your preference is. But but there's something about and I I do see that type a lot with like women that mm-hmm. I've found attractive in movies. There's a lot of that sort of fair skin, dark hair kind of thing going on. Mm-hmm. But there was something about Ali Sheedy that just stirred the loins. I don't even know what to do with them <laughs> loins back then. <laughs> oh my. On my final pick, it's it's about a woman that's held up over the years. I don't know about her acting in any way, shape, or form. And you're always referencing her. And it hurts my heart when you slander my Puerto Rican princess. Oh, no. <laughs> you know who it is. I know who you're talking about. Do the Right Thing shook my world up. It shook my world up for a couple reasons. <laughs> the first scene of that movie was the oh most my God. intense couple... I don't know, man. It was something about seeing this woman pumping, doing this pumping motions in a in a boxing outfit. That was porn for you back then, it wasn't was, it? It was porn. My That's what dad, you. my dad showed this to me when I was ten. Wow! So to see Rosie Perez's boobs at ten blew my mind. Rosie Perez has held up, and that movie came out in '89. 2014 still looks just as amazing as she did in 89, which is really, really pretty amazing. A quick Google of Rosie Perez. First thing that comes up, do the right thing, boobs. First image result in Google. They're amazing. They're amazing. So Rosie Perez, man, she is. I think she looks good for her age. She's as as curvy as uh, I-83. She's uh she's about as she's she's beautiful. I eighty three or T I eighty three. I eighty three. Like the interstate. Like the interstate. I thought it might be like a robot bounty hunter. She's, from... she's, <laughs> as, she's as curvy as a T I eighty three. Just to anyone who doesn't live in Baltimore, and I don't know if we have listeners that don't live in Baltimore, but I eighty three is a particularly twisty and sexy uh, highway. Am I right? I've been doing that a lot lately at work, and it's been fucking annoying the shit out of people. I bet. <laughs> I would have never. Yes. <laughs> anyway, yes, Rosie Perez. Well, I'm sorry, Ronald. All these times, you could have just like taken me aside and said, no. "Just lay off, Rosie." You could have also just smacked him in the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you say that, sir, about Rosie Perez? I just remember when she used to go on like talk shows and like say, yes, "It's Suzu to... Troopa," like for laughs or whatever, and it was just <laughs> was just, that the go-to? It was just never my thing. Wait, wait, is it is that is that legit? Like is Suzu Trooper? What did she, she I don't know. Did <laughs> <laughs> you just pick that up? <laughs> or did you just decide that would be something that's funny something coming from I her mouth? I remember her you saying know, one time that, What an obscure that, vehicle. That, yeah. She was talking about her you know, Google uh Rosie Perez is Suzu Trooper. I feel like she said that on Letterman or it was just like and they I almost feel like it was one of those things they kept coming back to and it was a big laugh line, but maybe it's just my imagination because her voice is so crazy. Much. Like it's not normal. But. Crazy annoying. Crazy annoying. <laughs> okay. 
You're right. Everything's coming up rosy. It's very, very annoying. So that's my pick. And I don't feel bad telling you that she's annoying because my pick, my best for last pick, you have insulted numerous oh, times God, on this podcast. Oh, God, I know I have. I have. This, is, so, this has been coming, guys. This is, I'm sorry. this is my man. I have loved him since Growing Pains. I Yours or the show? The show. Oh, okay. I have loved him since... Romeo and Juliet. Oh, I thought Kirk Cameron. Not Kirk Cameron. Not Kirk Cameron. Not Left Behind series. Nope, nope, nope. Leonardo DiCaprio, my my one true love. And if he's listening, I'm waiting for you. I know I'm with child from another man. I'm not a supermodel. I'm married and I am pregnant with another man's baby, but I will run away with you. Minor details, Leo. Minor. Um. But he's probably tired of supermodels that aren't married to other guys and pregnant with their babies. <laughs> you know, he wants a change. But um, hey, call me. Yeah. <laughs> These guys will tell you where to find me. Um, no, but I do not appreciate all the things you've said about him lately, Ronald. I have said some things. You've said some things. I just you need want... to answer for yourself now. Yes. Ronald has I been just... a one-man DiCaprio backlash. I know. I just want. I just want him to take some chances. That's all. Really? Because I feel like he's taken many chances and he's been deserving so many times of accolades that he hasn't gotten. So let's just... Surprisingly, she's not on his payroll. You're absolutely right. He does does deserve awards. Um, He's he's one of the greatest. What award would you give him, Ronald? Um, Should take more challenging roles sometimes. He He plays a very similar type of character sometimes. He's strong. He's a strong actor. He's fucking incredible. You know this. We know I this. Know, I know this. I, I do we know this. You know this. I do know this. Um, but I just, I just love him. I think I love him. I think he's one of the most underrated and most believable actors, like our age. You know, like I feel like for his age, he's, he's been in the business for a really long time, and I feel like he's really like developed himself. And I don't know if. Maybe he doesn't get offered different kinds of roles, or if he doesn't take them, it, I don't. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter because yeah. whatever he does, he does flawlessly, in my opinion. There's only a couple movies I haven't seen of his, and and only a couple that he's been in that I can say like, you know. Which eh. ones did you feel kind of me about? I'm curious. Did I feel what? Kind of about me. Uh, like about. the Man in the Iron Mask, you know. Oh, like, okay. Eh, um, just okay. Is it the, eh, scale. You should have a scale, like where you hold it out longer. I, mean, I think he. I think he is challenging himself as an actor, and I think it is cool that he doesn't. He, he hasn't popped up in a lot of really standard fare. Like he doesn't do like romantic comedies and those right. kind of standard things. But I think that might be part of why people view him in almost coldly is because he doesn't. He doesn't seem to be asking for it. You know what I mean? He seems almost like he's. I mean, I'm sure maybe the guy wants wants an Oscar, but to me, it doesn't seem like he's that worried. About it, like I think he just. Yeah. I mean, when you look at the directors he's worked with, he clearly focuses more on that sort of thing, like the project and what it, what, what, what excites him. He doesn't seem to be thinking about like whether people are going to love him or not. He almost seems to be kind of going against that. Like right. with something like Revolutionary Road, he's Revolutionary you know, Road is so good. It's like that movie, but that movie begs you not to like it. Sure. You know what I mean? I actually just heard it. Inter- <clears throat> this is so weird that we're having this conversation. I just heard an interview that changed my whole perception of why he does what he does. It's actually. Pretty interesting. Oh, he's like, just changing his tune now. No, no, seriously. Like, no, before you were here, he actually said that the Studio 360 had. Yeah, like, with him. Cha- like he he had basically what he said it was that like there was like a summer before he started taking all the amazing stuff where he watched like 300 movies and he realized during the course of that that he wanted to be like basically the best version of an actor that he could possibly be without any compromise and he liked these conflicted characters. 
And that's all he really liked. He likes shitty, conflicted characters. And that's why he takes the roles that he takes. Do you think that he would get like more? Do you, I mean? I think that do he. Do you g- think he would? Do you think he would? It, it would advance his career any to t- to be in a romantic comedy? No, like, no, no, no. I know, think he like, should take something where he has like AIDS one time. Real, like okay, well, <laughs> that sounds really weird. Though, Matthew, I just said okay, it like so that. Yeah, just keep an eye on Jordan Belfort. Check. You know, he may. <laughs> yeah, right. You may Ma- get your wish. Matthew McConaughey has been in so many, so many shit sh- movies, so many, and now so many this shitty. year he's he's in this great movie. Because he's but so he's likable, so he's gonna. I mean, I mean, that's not fair. She, she's boiling <laughs> up right now. No, I think she's boiling up, Ronald. Do you know what I did today? I did some research because, mm-hmm. and I always, Steve and I always talk about this. So I'm very, very bitter that he did not win an Oscar for What's Eating Gilbert Grape, and here's why. <laughs> but so for my research today. I watched The Fugitive because Tommy Lee Jones did win, mm-hmm. and I haven't seen that movie. Why are you laughing? It's gr- <laughs> I'm not kidding. Go, go. So I have, so <clears throat> I haven't seen that movie since that I'm probably one, that 13. That one over, that one over. Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Jones won. So my friend and I were having this conversation a couple weeks ago that kind of like I I wanted to keep in my mind for this. I don't podcast. care. But um, so we were talking about uh, Jared Leto, you know, hopefully winning the Oscar this year for Best Supporting Actor. Yeah. And I said, well, what about Michael Fassbender? And she said, you know, every everybody has anger in them. So what's a farther stretch? Not everybody's a transvestite. So what's a farther stretch of the imagination? Mm. So for the Gilbert Grape thing, if you didn't know who he was before, and people that didn't know he was before really thought he had a disability, Tommy Lee Jones just played a U.S. Marshal. Mm-hmm. I mean, and in a movie that, in my opinion, honestly, I know it was nominated for Best Picture, but I didn't think that it was... Compared to the other movies I was up against, I think like Schindler's, Schindler's List, Remains of the Day, I can't remember what else, but it was not deserving of the Oscar. It that movie went re- downhill as soon as Harrison Ford shaved off the beard. <laughs> yeah. But that, but you know, yeah. the fact that he didn't. Win no, for I remember that, even at the time thinking like, that movie was good, but not, not great, and being surprised yeah. that it got yeah. such yeah. such accolades at the time. I think it had like it was half a great movie, and then it, it just kind of fizzled. You if know? you look at those two movies now, you're not going to say the Fugitive should have yeah. won that movie. Right. I mean, won an award. That's yeah. Not... So Tommy Lee Jones beat him, and I don't think. I mean, like, what's the farther stretch of the imagination, like? But that's know. a great example of a role. The Gilbert Grape performance is that exactly that type of role that the Academy loves to to give people awards for because it's that transformation. But I do think there's like, it's almost like he's never had another role that seems as much of a shoe in for like tugging at the heartstrings as much as that character. Because that really was a yeah. transformation. And you're yeah. right. Like I remember I mean, at the what time. What character is there? Yeah. <laughs> Artie Grape. Yeah. And you know, you know he's capable of it. That's the thing. Like I would love to see him in something. Where I was like, holy shit. Because I always feel like that about a lot of the things he does. But like I'm, I, j- I just want him to be in something that's a little departure from the roles that he's been taking on lately. It's not that he... I, every movie that I've seen, like especially Wolf of Wall Street, the more I think about it, I watched a portion of it the other day, and I was floored again. Mm-hmm. I fucking loved it. But I just want him to take on something weird. I want him to be like, oh, fucking... I loved when well, he... See, it seems to be contrasting, because like, you're saying weird, but mm-hmm. you're saying like... A warmer character. Well, Weird is feeling like what he's maybe been doing. Like, you know, playing Howard Hughes, playing Jordan Belfort. I'm not even playing... saying I want to see him play a warmer character. I, I'm saying I think I, the recognition that we're no, talking about I, eludes him because yeah. he doesn't do these Oscar-grab, sentimental-type roles. I think Weird can be warm, too. Okay. okay. Like, I, I actually think, think he has warm. a more interesting career than a lot of actors <clears throat> who are the sort of Oscar-grab-type actors. Because a lot of actors, once they get to that point, like Russell Crowe, you know, gets all this recognition, and then what is... 
did he do? I don't know. I don't know if Russell Crowe's been that great in anything for a while, right. but I might be forgetting something. Yeah. You know, I mean, he hasn't, though. He yeah. really hasn't. He really hasn't? He really, Russell Crowe really hasn't been in a lot of good stuff lately. The funny thing about Leo also is that he's not, like, guaranteed box office either. Yeah. Like, he is, a lot of people love him, and he always, I think he always gets some sort of recognition. I mean, he's gotten a lot of nominations for whether it's supporting or lead. Right. That that's that's a good amount for somebody to be you know in the pe- in the scope of how many actors there are to have three Academy Award nominations. That's pretty good, I think. Fine. Yeah. He hasn't won. I know that's what you're bitter about. But I'm no, just saying. No, I'm bitter about the, uh, the lack of nominations too. Okay. Well. Okay. Who, well, who has he we'll, lost we'll against lump, the other we'll lump times? Them. Like who did he, he? I think Blood Diamond was it. Okay. Uh, that makes as far sense. as Whitaker. Yeah. That makes or was sense. It that, or was that Last the King Aviator? And then the oh, Aviator. Um, I don't remember who he was. I don't know, but wait, was he not nominated for? Uh, Maybe not for the Oscars. For the Django? No. no. That's oh, another right, right. snub. Yeah, that was a snub. And we talked about that, too. Yeah. That was a weird one. I felt like um, Christoph Waltz yeah. was almost too much on screen to be a supporting actor. But he was the one that won for supporting actor. Right. I don't know. I, I, th- I think he's an interesting... I mean, regardless of him being a cinematic crush, I mean, that's <laughs> that's its own thing. I mean, we had, we had the Leo discussion a few times recently. It's definitely a weird thing because... In some ways, he is one of the most impressive actors that are out there right yeah. now, in terms of how he does stuff that's not the the, the go grab him award, you know, or or it's like the the kind of the kind of easy in. There's always like not, a little bit of a barrier yes, to entry exactly. to his movies, almost. Like, and it's also it's and a lot of his characters are at, at times uncomfortable to watch too, which doesn't sit well with everybody. I mean, even films that really haven't done as well as they were supposed to do, like Gatsby, which is kind of like he's he's kind of like the same character, you know. At, it, or similar characters as in Wolf of Wall Street in terms of how he lives a life. But, I mean, that film wasn't huge like it should have been. I'm just, it's kind of interesting to me, though, that he's not, like, guaranteed box office still because yeah. women obviously love him. And, I mean, these are th- we're three guys that will, are huge fans as well, it sounds. I see anything that right, exactly. comes out with. Just... It's just interesting to me, though, that he hasn't, like, there's, like, a sweet spot that I think he has to find. Even though he's gotten some nominations, like, none of a lot of his films aren't, like, huge hits. You know, Especially when you compare something like like Titanic, which you know is a rare is a rare thing. Which what guy what guy out here do you think can bring in big numbers like that now? I was I was actually thinking about that. As I we mean, were weirdly enough, I mean, recently Channing Tatum is like one of the uh, box yeah. office draws. I was just trying to think, which is movie. odd, but um, we Brad were talking Pitt? about before, like Brad Will Pitt? Smith's not Brad Pitt is now, and actually, I mean, if we'll just foray into my choice, if you don't mind. My last pick is actually Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren was kind of alluding to it on her number two, but. Your question, though, I mean, recently he had his most successful film, which is World War Z. And I mean, I think it's interesting because now, you know, 12 Years of Slave, he's a producer on it, he has a small role in it. It's possibly going to win a Best Picture. It's also a critical and box office hit. So he's in kind of like a really great part of his career right now. Um, but in terms of my cinematic crush, <clears throat> if there's a laminated list for men, which I do have plenty of men on my list, um, <laughs> same thing goes for Mr. Pitt. I mean, he's number one. I think he is the act. He he is like the perfect form of man to me. Um, I think as an actor and as a physical specimen. What are we chop liver? Yeah, huh? you guys. Are like, I mean, I like you guys it's and everything. Gay. But... <laughs> what, did you what did you say? I said gay. Oh, gay. Um, I don't know. I just love Brad Pitt. Whether it was why like... didn't you yell that at her when she said Jessica Alba? It's because it's okay for girls to have it's girl okay crushes. Yeah. apparently. Yeah. You're horrible, Ronald. Go back to the fifties, you yeah. <laughs> dinosaur. As you're talking to me, I'm like in black and white. Yeah, right. <laughs> we switched over into Pleasantville. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just think like I'm, all, and not only that, just like being 
or thinking that he's like just physically amazing. I, I love him as an actor. I mean, there's Same. very few things that I've seen him in that I, I that I've either disliked his performance and or the film. There are a few, but whether it's movies like you know older films, like even his small role in like Thelma and Louise, which is what kind of the sex symbol status came from, mm-hmm. but even in movies like River Runs Through It and Legends of the Fall and Interview with a Vampire, I mean, I think he's great in all those movies, and he is, I mean, just in every sense of the word, a physical perfection. Um, <laughs> I'll keep saying it, John. I mean, I, I, I envy this man. And, and, you know, he, he's, I mean, as much as I love him, he's definitely made my self-esteem stuff suffer throughout my life. But don't you think as all guys though, our self-esteem is slightly like elevated by Brad Pitt because he seems like he would hang out with you. Yeah. Thank you. you know, I was actually like, getting to that. He seems like he can hang. He seems like a cool he's guy. He's a dude. Yeah. Any 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 celebrity of his stature, and he's like on jackass dressed in a gorilla suit, pranking people. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm trying to hang out with that guy. But, but yeah, I mean, listening. obviously he's probably <laughs> subscribes to this podcast, <laughs> duh. <clears throat> but I mean, it's interesting though, because I mean, the Leo discussion is it really gets me thinking about where you get to that sweet spot, and it's like, I don't think people would say like Brad Pitt is in that stage of his career, but if you think about the last couple years, he really is sort of in that stage. Like he's got the he's got a film coming out next year with David Ayer's film. Uh, I think it's right now. It's just called. The Fury or something like that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? The, the war film? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't remember the name of it either, but I did I'm pretty sure it's called like it. The Fury or something He's with Fury. 50, right? He's 50. He's 50, 50 something. He's 50 years old, which is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, that if, is ridiculous. If, 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 he does if, not if the look... is fortunate. But I don't know. I, I just, I, I love the guy. I think he's a cool dude, regardless of whatever, uh, you know. I, I don't know. Like what Lauren was saying earlier, what <clears throat> alleged things may have or have not happened. Um, what? I, I've gotten over it a little bit. Okay. Okay. Good. John doesn't know what, he, what I'm talking about. Oh, you don't? No. What indiscretions? So I don't like how the whole Angelina oh. thing. Came oh, about okay. Because, yeah. Only because I understand you know you fall out of love with your wife and you move on, but you know when you're a celebrity, your wife and your new girlfriend have to read about themselves, and I don't think it was tasteful, and that mm. changes my because I told you already I have to like you as a person too. That's reasonable. But he does, I will say he does seem like he would hang, you know, like, he seems like a funny guy and, you know, I can kind of, I'm getting over it. I mean, it's been what, like seven years now or 10 <laughs> years. I, I'm starting to recover from that. Okay. I do, do think do, he's is very the fa- Is the fact that they've seemingly made it work, does that count for anything for you or yeah, does that not matter? Good. I mean, that's great. and I, They found love in a hopeless place. <laughs> It wasn't exactly Mr. and hopeless. Mrs. Smith. Two most attractive people on the planet worked <laughs> together on a movie. I don't think it, um, but... I mean, I just think that when you're a celebrity, you have like a, a responsibility to be tactful, I guess, is what, mm. what I, you know. I mean, just like we wouldn't post on <clears throat> Facebook, oh, I'm leaving my wife, I've been cheating on her for however long with this girl, like, <laughs> support me in my decision, you know, I don't think it's fair. I they, they really should not have used that as the tagline for Mr. and Mrs. Smith. <laughs> <laughs> so, poor choice, poor choice. But, you know, who knows what really happened in their personal lives, but what it seemed like to the public... Was yeah, so it was not just classy. thrown in. I guess it is easier for us to assume, yeah. right? <laughs> just kidding. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Last thing, I, I just think he's, I, I'm impressed by him. I think he's, you know, beyond the crush, I mean, because that's obviously the topic of the episode, but well, I mean, what like, impresses to, me. To look at him, Steve. Yes. Yeah. Is to know love. I mean, obviously. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I'm, I can't find the words because yeah. I'm kind of yes. getting lost. But it's He's it's tall, a, he's sturdy. And he looks great at fifty. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's um, the, I mean that longevity is yeah. great. 
Oh, and man, Fight Club. Fight Club. Fight Club. Fight Club. The Curious Case. Twelve Monkeys. Yeah, even with the wonky <laughs> less, eye. Less sexy, I guess. <laughs> the Curious great. Case of Benjamin, Benjamin Button, Button was the first time that I'd been in a movie oh. theater and I heard women of all we saw it together. We saw it. Do you I remember, remember how the women were acting? I mean, we Do you remember how the women were acting in that theater? I, saw, I think I saw it twice. <laughs> you make it sound like they were ripping it's, their it was, clothes off. It was gross. It was it, weird. Yeah. It was like a, oh, oh. <laughs> you know what scene it was, right? When he was riding a motorcycle. Fucking motorcycle. It was weird. It was, I'd never heard. And actually, I was one of the people making the sounds. <laughs> That's why you. it was so loud, because I was right next to you. <laughs> you know, Steve so has a kind of a high-pitched singing voice. Flustered over this man. Was, he, oh. was that one of the scenes when he was like gauged down at all, or no? Like when I guess he'd be in his like third. Yeah, it was like, like right when he hit that sweet spot where everybody was like he's got the hair him. slicked back, like and he's he like looked, got the yeah. bike yeah. riding okay. through like the road through the woods. That was a long shot. Not that I remembered exactly just... or anything, but. <laughs> <laughs> he has a poster of it on his wall. It's my wallpaper. He Women has a whole room crazy. in his house. It's all Brad Pitt pictures. <laughs> it's creepy. It's so creepy. <laughs> Last time you're ever on the show. <laughs> It was but, crazy. Yeah, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt's another guy who chooses pretty interesting roles at this point. You I know, mean, he doesn't do a lot of what to me seems like garbage films at this point in his career. <laughs> you know, like, I think it's also because I mean he has a lot of involvement with producing the films now. Mm -hmm. So I think he garbage. definitely he definitely has that uh, the power. I don't want to say I don't know power is the right word, but the stature and like the the, the reputation to be able to have a production company. And get films made that may not have otherwise been made, like Twelve Years a Slave, you know, and also either star in them or have a role in them to help get them made, which I think is an amazing way to, to 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 use your Hollywood credibility. I think it's awesome. And in a year, what what I'm excited about it for him as a fan is a year where you have your largest grossing film ever, and it's also a year that you possibly could win an Oscar, not as an actor but as a producer. And um, and he will get an Oscar for Twelve Years a Slave if they win, which is I think incredible. So yeah, Brad Pitt, last one, number one. All right, well my number one, there there was kind of an elephant in the room for me with this list. There's a there was a person that I just didn't think I could not mention, but then I thought no, I'm not going to go that way. I'm not going to be so obvious. Oh John, in the also rans, there'll be plenty of time okay, to good. mention a certain space princess in yeah. a metal bikini and all okay, that good. stuff. Everybody knows that's when I really came of age, mm -hmm. um, but. I, I, but I was looking at that period, and I was thinking about who kind of left an imprint on my mind, and who was I kind of surprised to find that when I when I dug up some pictures from that era, that I was actually like, oh yeah, I, I made those sounds that the crowd made uh, at at uh, what Benjamin was, Button. At Benjamin Button. Um, and but and it's also it's useful to to bring up Princess Leia in, re, in regards to this because this was also an an, a, an actress who. The role that I know her from was from 1977, and it was a movie that had sequels. But I'm not talking about Carrie Fisher. I'm talking about young Sally Field. Wow. Who was about as cute as could be in Smokey and the Bandit. And you maybe one. Smokey and the Bandit too. I don't remember that being a very good movie. And then there was The End, which is another movie she made with Burt Reynolds around that time. Right. I think she and Burt Reynolds were actually dating, and that's why they made so many movies together. I feel like that's what happened back then. <laughs> People just were like, hey, let's shoot a movie. But there was something about that character. Now, I remember I remember her being kind of annoying in the movie, and I remember her being sort of like she was the, you know, she was, she, there's a lot of yelling, and there's a lot of, like, uh, like objecting. She doesn't want to be, she, isn't, you know, she and the bandit, they don't get along at first, Steve, but then something really special kind of grows between them. <clears throat> but then when I saw recent pictures of Sally Field, I was, I, she's kept it she's together reasonably beautiful. well. And, like, there's something to be said for that. That's not, like, an end-all, be-all for me. I mean, like, I don't expect someone to defy time but when you see somebody who still looks 
attractive and like themselves as they, I mean, she's, she was born in 46, so what does that make her now? Like 60, 68 years old. Mm. Wow. So at 68, to still be, you know, and also like every, basically every period of her career, every decade that she's been around, she's been in some major role or had some kind of major performance or had some kind of respected position. So I would say that that, that also was something I found kind of interesting is that she's one of the few actresses that I liked back then who is still in films. I mean, as recently as Lincoln yeah. uh, was two years ago now, but still. I was actually thinking about when, when Lincoln came out and she was doing all the press, everybody asked her about like, what is it, what's it called? The Flying Nun? Yeah. Yeah, like everybody yeah. talks about that. In every interview I see her do, everybody talks about that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm familiar with what she looked like when she looked I remember Googling her. I'm not, you know, that's not when I grew up, but yeah. looking back on her as a teenager in the, you know, 20s and so, I mean, she was gorgeous. Yeah, very yeah. like no makeup, Absolutely. just kind of pure, uh, a, a very attractive person. And I do think that the fact that someone's had a long career is one of those things you can kind of you can kind of admire about him, even if I don't, I you know, I haven't watched any of her recent work that much. I don't, I'm not someone, she's not someone I follow, but. I mean, she's still pretty, I'm still very active. But I know when I was a kid, like, she was one of those people that I liked her, and if I saw that she was in something, I would at least, like, you know, I would, you know, at least peek at the picture in the HBO Guide or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> HBO Guide. Yeah, the HBO Guide. Isn't that a, isn't yeah, that a nostalgic wow, blast? Yeah. What's going to be on television? I got to know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Sally Field's, Pretty much circa 1977 is what I'm talking about, but I do think throughout her career she's had, she's had roles that, that adorable. Uh, yeah, we like her. We really, really like her. We do. <laughs> um, so how about some also rants? Okay, can I go over mine? Okay, so my first, Angela Bassett. What's love got to do with it? You muscular, sexy, brown skinned beast. She looks the same now. What? <laughs> what the hell? It's ridiculous. American how Horror that was, she looks. It's cra- She's in American Horror. Now you're making me want to watch it simply for just season three. Yeah, this, this, still, I'll catch up just to no, watch. Not even exaggerating around. She looks the same. That's maybe insane. better physically. Yeah. She, she is it's impressive. It's weird how muscular she was, she and it still was very way, beautiful. You know, she was originally the who everyone wanted to play Storm. In the she would have been. So she would have been so much better than than Halle Berry oh, yeah. was. But, but even Man, yeah. if there were if there were an actor actress draft pick, what a that, that's fuck, a, that's what a epi- fucking bust. Yeah. That, Can we talk about her for a second? That's an episode that we need to do. <laughs> oh, we yeah. we that's, need to do a draft pick. Yes, done. Okay, good note. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, number two, Rosario Dawson and kids. Interesting. Brand new, beautiful. Oh god, Alyssa Milano and oh. fucking Double Dragon. Good pick. Wow. That's a really good pick because she was in that one Schwarzenegger flick where she played his daughter. And I Commando. Remember, yeah, I remember. Oh, man, she was. It's weird to think that when, you, when you're like now 12. Now she models NFL clothes. When you're like 12 and you're weird. like lusting after a 14-year-old, it's a weird <laughs> thing. It's just a weird thing because, you know. She's gorgeous. All right, so my honorable mentions. Okay, my first two, I want to hang with these girls. Jennifer Lawrence and Emma Stone. Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence is is gorgeous, and I worship her. Mm-hmm. I want I want to be friends with her. I want her to move here and be best <laughs> friends with me forever. Emma Stone too, but Jennifer Lawrence is a little bit higher up. Because if you can't she's... get Jennifer, you'll take Emma. Mm. Oh, I want obviously <laughs> both of them to be my friend, but Jennifer is gorgeous, 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 and also super funny. And Emma Stone is pretty, but funnier. No, oh, okay. Jennifer Lawrence is funnier. Hmm. So what does Emma Stone have to offer? I mean, 
I guess Besides now, being a, I guess now thinking and about also it, ran. she's like a she's like a <laughs> like a poor man's Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> that's what I was getting at. Thank you. She has a more exotic look. She's got red hair. Ooh. You know, if there blonde. had never been a Jennifer Lawrence, I think we would all be sort of talking about Emma Stone a sure. little bit more the Very way we true. talk about Jennifer Lawrence because she did have that sort of cool, down to earth, yeah, normal definitely. person. Is, but I think Jennifer Lawrence just wins that derby against like all other performers yeah, right she now. Took, she came and stole poor Emma's thunder. Is Emma Stone gonna get? Did you see that Jack clip of the interview on the? red carpet where Jennifer Lawrence is talking to this lady and she spoils it comes out that that uh, Jennifer Lawrence is a big fan of Homeland and Damian Lewis is standing right there <laughs> yes and the reporter so- spoils and Jennifer Lawrence is like I haven't started the third season yet and the reporter like says you know what well, I mean, she just spoils what happens what? in the third no. season of Homeland no. and Jennifer Lawrence tries to play it off <laughs> but you can tell like she wants to She's pull crushed, like a star yeah. moment of being like you know Fuck you to the lady, <laughs> but it's just a weird little little thing. You've, you you seem to have seen I've it. Seen it's it. really it, fun and like and, and it, it's awkward beyond belief. She is she is hilariously awkward though. Yeah, no, she creates those moments. She, she does. She, she it's like photo bombs people and stuff yes, like that. Yeah. Yes, I like that about her though. No, she does seem like a. We we discussed that before that she just seems like a, I don't know, a fun person. Well, if she's listening, I I need a friend. She's so fun. <laughs> if you want to come to Maryland, um, okay, so. Ryan Gosling. I don't have to say anything about Ryan Gosling. You guys know how women right. feel about Ryan Gosling. He's amazing. He's beautiful. He seems like he would be like very romantic, like almost too much. <laughs> like, I can't even handle you. I can't even handle all the love you're giving me right now. Hey girl. It's probably always me. Hey girl. The hey girl means. But um, and then the, my last one is is a type of guy. It's it's funny guys like. Like Ashton Kutcher and Channing Tatum, Ryan Reynolds, but th- that kind of attra- I know those men are all very attractive and like women. I was about to say spoon. when you said funny guys, I was like sitting here, you know, that's no, wait, the first there's, thing. All right, she likes young, a funny guy. I'm starting with the young ones first that are like I know they're very, very, very attractive. <laughs> they're just not my kind of attractive, and, yeah. and that, that's just I don't know. That's just like not the guy that I look at, and I'm like I want that guy, but he they like um. Like Ashton Kutcher's character in Just Mary, just like that silliness. I love that silliness. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. It just gets me. And then um, I used to love, and I used to think was very attractive, and now he's slipping. Vince Vaughn. <laughs> um, but he same thing with him. Just like that goofiness. I love that silly. Mm. You know, you don't know what's gonna come out of their mouth. Um, Jason Bateman, and and Kevin James, but not in movies, only in King of Queens. <laughs> He's great in King of Queens. I mean, I'm not really a fan of, like, grown-ups or any whatever else. I don't know what else he does. That's but. so weird that you Shite. don't like grown-ups. Yeah, but King of Queens, like, that that sweet, oafy kind of goofy guy, And I his, like, 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 but really good, the physical comedy component was always really strong with him. That's the thing I always, when I watched that show, I was always kind of impressed with. Kevin James is a, is a pretty gifted physical comic. Mm-hmm. Like, he's really light on his feet for a big guy. It's a shame that he hasn't done, like, you know... Paul, Paul Bart. Bart. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> what more need to be said? <laughs> yeah, same thing. He hasn't done anything but that type of movie, but still. So those are my guys. Uh, I only have a couple. <clears throat> I have a... My TV one-two punch would have been Winnie Cooper Ooh, and Topanga God. from Boy Meets World. If mm. I had TV. Mm. I didn't include them on my list because I was sticking to film. And the other movie that... Uh, it was kind of like... It was kind of like another version of sort of like a Can't Hardly Wait for Me was The Girl Next Door. And the actress is uh, Alicia Cuthbert. Oh, yes. Uh, she plays Danielle in the film, who's a who's a porn star that's basically looking for, uh, I guess, the teenage experience that she never got. 
but just a super sexy, super, and she's really funny and sweet and ironic and, mm-hmm. you know, just, uh, I don't know, just a really cool character. The character, I mean, I think she's gorgeous as well as an actress, but that character in that film and, and just her physical beauty is just like, you know, that was a definitely a movie that I really like a lot. And uh, I thought she was just amazing. Definitely a crush. I don't know. I was having trouble. Like the other dudes. I mean, you said like Ryan Reynolds and. Gosling. See, I didn't go there. I almost feel like I wanted it. I want. I could do a separate uh, guy crush. Separate thing? guy crush episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we can. Or maybe we'll I just. Know. I also like the Affleck. I'm looking forward to seeing him as Batman. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Yeah, I just. Uh, I got nothing else besides those two TV people. Winnie Cooper, especially from the Wonder Years. Did yeah. you see when she was on the show with um... Scott Decay? No, <laughs> ben, no, Ben's not Ben Savage. Is that Ben Savage? Fred though? Savage. Fred Savage. The show of Fred Savage. Fred Savage had a show. What? And working? some shitty show. Is that yeah, the, the working. She uh, appeared on that. Oh uh, no, I never saw that. Oh my god, she still. She looks even more. Amazing. No, yeah, I've seen recent photos. Oh, of but that character, Winnie Cooper. Oh, yeah. Well, she Harris, represented like that girl oh, or that person. God. Even I guess maybe not even to make it gender specific. I think that, that's just that person that up. you pine for and that like you. Almost get it together. I honestly think that show set me up for the idea that you can have these tortured relationships yeah. that don't work out and you're still supposed to keep pining for the person. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas now I would be like, no, don't. <laughs> there's way more people out there. Yeah. You know, Don't waste a moment. But like, yeah, to be a 13 and have that feeling of intense, like, well, this is clearly the person I'm supposed to Obviously. spend my life with. Yeah. You know, that's, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. There were a lot of, like, didn't she like kind of drop out of acting and go to college and, you know, she's act like, like a, a normal person? Yeah, I think she's like a math genius now or yeah. something. Oh, wow. I never really watched that show. Okay, so, so this is good. what you need to do when you get home. <laughs> yeah. It's on Netflix. It's I on Netflix. Yeah. I mean, I've seen, I'm, 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 I've seen episodes. I Especially just, knowing how much you love music from that era. Like, the oh. soundtrack of the show itself oh, is enough to just love When you said you've never it's watched that show, what happened was Steve stopped, and then Daniel Stern's narration came in for Steve. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's when I realized that I didn't really know my best friend. <laughs> it all changed at that moment. You know who I always thought I, looked all like All the leaves are brown. Plays <laughs> <the soundtrack. laughs> Did you ever used to watch that show, Step by Step? Yeah. One of the sisters, the brown-haired sister, I always thought looked like her. Yeah, what she does. Her, what was her name? I don't know. I, don't I know, remember, I know the, anyway, the character you're talking about. I always thought that they were like... Will you please watch The Wonder Years? Steve, I have, this, this person, this man asked me this to watch person. so many shows and movies. I can't even keep up. I watched two episodes of House of Cards. Okay, leave me alone. Did you like it? Yeah, I did. I'm okay, see, see, this is somebody <laughs> also. Let's just air out our friendship here. She watches like the same series, like from front to back, over and over and over again. And then she complains like, I don't have any time to watch new shows. But what are you guys watching? <laughs> and I'm just like, you know, and her husband's like watching all the new shows that we're talking about. And she refuses to. I don't refuse. I watch new shows, but sometimes I just want to throw something on. I don't want to have to pay attention. I understand that. But if you want to actually enjoy something, maybe for a first experience, I'd say watch The Wonder Years again. Or okay. watch The Wonder Years, period. After I get through all the other shows you've asked me to watch, I will start <laughs> on The Wonder Years. There's only like 11 years of it or something like that. <laughs> right. Don't worry How many it. episodes is that? <laughs> I have no idea. Um, my also-rans would include, and I, I, there really weren't any, there, were, there was no TNA on my list. There were really? a couple of people that it was easy to, to think of because it was like one of those early nude scenes that you saw that really stuck in your mind. Maybe maybe that's more of a guy thing because I don't know if there's that much dong mm. in, in movies. No. Um, I know. Isn't it awful? <laughs> too bad. <laughs> really too bad. But uh, the actress, uh, I don't even, Judy Bowker, Judy Bowker, who plays Princess Andromeda in the original Clash of the Titans. No idea. There's a scene in that where she's like coming out of the tub and you get like, 
full on butt shot with a little side boob. Mm. And I remember like that really excited me. And I remember I saw the movie with my dad and then I was going to go back with my mom and my sister. And my mom knew that I liked the movie. And I remember on the way to the movie getting really nervous because I was like, oh God, mom's going to know that I said I liked this movie that I'd already seen and it's got this nudity in it. And that, my mom basically had to tell me that day that it's okay. It's okay. It's okay to, like, <laughs> it's okay to want to like that and to, but you know, you don't have to apologize for it. So Judy Bowker uh, or Boker as uh, Andromeda, neither one of those names sound like the right yeah. pronunciation, do they? <laughs> and then uh, also uh, on that token of an actress, not just because of a nude scene but an actress that was like in one of those movies that I saw it when I was 11 Ginny uh, Agutter as the nurse I forget the name of the character but in American Werewolf in London the oh, woman right, who kind of right. takes him in yeah. I remember like that was an actress who I had a big crush on at the time and then along the lines of the uh, Jessica Rabbit Miss Piggy sort of uh, rainbow bright <laughs> kind of thread <laughs> I know <laughs> um, I always it's very much in line with the Miss Piggy thing I, I always had a little bit of a thing for Lucy Van Pelt hmm I just thought she, she was such a bitch to Charlie Brown, yeah. but there seemed to be something going on there. And every time, you know, he would go back to try to kick that football. It wasn't because he was an idiot. It's because there's something about that kind of woman. It's like, you think, can I, maybe she's just going to hold it in place for me just this once. I just know she's going to do it. She's not going to make me, she's not going to let me make a fool of myself again. And right. then she does it again. Oh. You like brunette mean girls. I do kind of like that. Wow. <laughs> what a revelation we've had here today. Yeah. You come over any time. <laughs> you mentioning that the like the 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 mild TNA. I, it made me think of the Phoebe Keats Phoebe Kate scene. In oh yes. Time. Oh, she would have been a great yeah. example. Yes, and that's a great. I, like, I should have thought of that. Yeah. Oh wow, that's a great example too because of Gremlins. Yeah. So that's an also ran. I just added Phoebe Kate <laughs> to my list. I helped you. And of course, I, I yeah. alluded to it earlier, but Princess Leia. I mean, you know, that was. You can't. We almost can't include that because it's almost on every right. List. Well, it was like the same way we didn't mention Darth Vader in the yeah. villains list. But I realized that for me, especially after my big confession about my weakness for Star Wars, I couldn't just follow that list up with another list where I where I talk about Princess Leia. But yeah, Carrie Fisher. There was so much about that performance that even when I see those movies now, I can still sort of. One thing that's weird is how skinny she got. Yeah. Like she really started to get. I don't know what kind of drugs she was taking or if she was like not eating or something. But that is almost almost removes the sort of fantasy when you see just how much she was clearly like starving herself. Right. Mm. But in the in the first Star Wars, she's got those nice little plump cheeks. She just looks so cute. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anybody else? Anything that I hasn't been mentioned? Uh... Any other house cleaning needed? I think we've cleared the air. Ronald's going to so. go home and put on some Rainbow Bright videos. <laughs> yep, and go to work. <laughs> is that what we call it now that, that's work. what it's called now <laughs> still glad you with the snow day tomorrow still, still glad right. you joined us tonight oh, oh it'll be oh it'll be snow say, all right we're like gonna to be snowed in with you but now i feel like you do not want to you want to watch it alone they'll be in accumulation when ronald grabs right. like when ronald grabs the like the afghan and pulls it over himself you know that's when you leave yeah oh god that it's, really it's always when rainbow bright saves the day that ronald gets really excited especially because it's on princess jasmine also man Yes, oh yeah! Mm -hmm. Oh my god! Oh. That's like a lot of cartoons. You could just pick any. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like many, many cartoon men. Princesses. I don't know. Cartoon men. I'm trying to think. I don't have any. What about when uh, Brad Pitt's character gets? Doesn't he get turned into a cartoon in, in Cool, cool World? World. <laughs> um, I could qualify. You should be the one to answer that. <laughs> so did that hold up? Yeah. I mean, no, it didn't. Yeah. No, <laughs> That's a terrible film. Men. That's a Horrible. really bad film. Yep. No cartoon men. I don't have any. No cartoon men. What about Popeye? No. <laughs> I'm curious. I like the way he says names. Say it again. Popeye. 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 I don't know why it's the Popeye. first male cartoon character that came to mind. Popeye. Probably look into that. <laughs> Popeye. Uh, I'm trying to think of other people. 
<laughs> I have another superficial one. What? Not on acting merit. Hayden Panettiere. She's kind of got that cute little petite thing. Yes. Like oh my. She is so cute. She's a. One... She's like a, has like an athletic petite body, like a little I don't know surfer or something. A little athlete. A little swimmer. She's so cute. Oh, uh, Zoe Kravitz. I love Zoe Kravitz. <sighs> <laughs> Ronald just had a moment. It just happened. Zoe Kravitz. Under the table. Oh, my God. You just made a Benjamin Button noise. Oh, I can't. Um, Zoe Saldana. I, f I don't know why I didn't mention her. I have an I have a unhealthy crush on that woman. What do you mean when you say unhealthy? Yeah, right. What do you want to do, Ronald? I don't know, man. I don't, I don't have. That's the kind of crush that makes you stop taking your vitamins. I was going to say something <laughs> gross. I don't think you want to hear what. <clears throat> I don't think you well, if we're know. just talking about people that that are hot, though, that's a different list. Than no, the, I have a crush. Sort of, I, no, a full on crush. You've yeah, got like I'm a, a following her from movie to movie. Yeah, crush. I mean, I'm I'm really I really think she's a beautiful woman. Did Did you like? And her I as don't a, as a blue cat. I don't person? have a bakery. Hmm? I don't have a bakery, but I would definitely give her a cream pie. Oh Jesus! <laughs> we're always waiting for it. Oh, God, <laughs> don't anybody look up what a cream pie is. <laughs> All right, that's it. That was my crush. You kind of silenced us. I didn't mean to. You did so. <laughs> right. It wouldn't be an ending to an episode without that awkward moment. Uh, so, yeah, guys. Thank you for listening. I hope, Lauren, this energy hasn't gotten too male. You're now down in this basement with three guys, and it's starting to get a little... Yeah, I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Thanks. snowing outside. You're not leaving. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, hit up the movies movie. Rainbow Bright is on Netflix. Yeah. Netflix. We yeah, gotta thank we, Lauren for coming on. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thanks, Lauren. Thanks for having thanks me. Thanks for yes, coming thank back. Thank you so much. We love your energy. Thanks. It's always always good to have you. No, I'm so great. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for you guys to ask me to come back. No humble bone in her yeah, body. Not yeah. not at all. <laughs> and congratulations on the impending arrival. It's Leo's baby. Thank you. Oh, really? mm -hmm. You heard it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Announced live. Well, not really live, but pre-recorded. Uh, the one, the one, uh, like upshot to that is that Brian probably doesn't listen to this podcast. So yeah, he can't. True. He doesn't that's know. True. The Nobody truth. we know. Yeah. <laughs> no, none of my friends right. do. <laughs> Only Lauren actually. Only me. So she just, she, she's looking forward to this episode specifically to listen to herself. Aha. I'll totally listen to myself. Absolutely. Uh, Movieshmovie at gmail.com for any other show ideas, and you can subscribe to us on iTunes. And if you do, please uh, rate it or comment. I want to do anything to help us get the uh, the podcast listed higher in that search directory. Um, and also a Mixcloud. I'm not super familiar with it, but Ronald is, and it seems like a cool app. So yes, maybe check it out. Pretty cool. If you. <laughs> Like, I'm not sure if it is, but it's free, and we put our stuff on there. So yeah, so you can hit us up any of those places, and uh, be sure to tune in next week for an episode where we kind of get to catch up on a lot of stuff that we've seen and yeah, not talk, been able to talk about. Talk about some actual new movies. New movies that you might be able to go see in theaters yourself. Somebody, somebody saying it's about time these guys got back to business. <laughs> It sounded like slightly like a Transylvanian <laughs> Bronx brawler or something. Is that what you're going for? <laughs> That's his new character, the deaf Transylvanian nerd. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. It's like that vampire from the IT crowd that stays. Oh yeah, I don't know his name, but I don't remember either. Great <laughs> reference that we can't talk <laughs> right. more about. You know, we had a good outro going there, and then uh, we just kind of kind of took it. You back had to bring up the IT crowd that yeah. no one can reference. Right. But as always, guys, thanks for listening, and we'll we'll see you later. Happy Valentine's Day. Rainbow, I see.